Hello, this is Scott Jens. Welcome to Sandbox Stories. Sandbox Story 5, What Optometry Can Learn from Peloton Since the dawn of the human species, we have been driven toward actions that extend life. When it comes to physical fitness, we were built to outrun the food sources that might eat us, and we were created with the various body advantages to obtain the food we needed to consume. It's only been in the last century that humans specifically spend time focusing on fitness, particularly when our vocations are not matched to physical activity. And in the last 50 years, we have witnessed a proliferation of exercise regimens that come with a fee. Given the at-home mindset that hit in the 2020 pandemic, physical fitness systems with the greatest business growth are those that afford the consumer a chance to self-serve. Although it may be arguable, it's easy for me to submit that Peloton is the company that has leveraged this concept the best. And as one evaluates the Peloton model, there are a lot of lessons that can apply to optometry. Let's dig in on three lessons. First, they are totally metrics driven. When you ride a stationary bike, like with any exercise, the base metric is amount of time spent. But with Peloton, it's so much more. It's about cadence, which is your leg speed, and resistance, which is magnetically controlled on the bike's spinning wheel. The combination of cadence and resistance creates a power output which goes up when you work harder and longer. For just one workout, the bike gives you a calculated average resistance over the course of the workout, the average wheel speed, and if you wear a pulse device, tracking of your heart rate. Beyond that, the software gives a summary of workout days over the last 30 days compared to the prior 30 days. And you can look at your running history of workouts and the energy outputs for each. The system also gamifies the experience giving you badges for consecutive numbers of days riding or for taking specialty classes and for number of total classes. Optometry should be this focused on metrics. With dashboarding of systems available in some software systems like Revolution EHR's Pulse module or metric systems like Edge Pro from GPN Technologies, which plugs into almost every optometry software system, loads of important data are available for you to assess practice performance at the macro and micro level. If you aren't doing this today, you should start. Second, Peloton is meeting the end consumer's desire to be in control. The exercise industry has focused on in-home systems that afford gym-like experiences, but available on a 24-7 basis. And the results are fascinatingly successful. Peloton users can ride their bike at any time of day or night, easily fitting workouts into windows of time that wouldn't otherwise allow for exercise and they can mark the software to play their favorite music style and can filter for preferred instructors or type of bike lessons. Optometry has a love-hate relationship with consumer choice. Of course, we know that doctors and clinical experiences are required for optimization of visual welfare and ocular health, although teleoptometry systems and automated refracting devices are slowly becoming more accepted. When it comes to obtaining a vision-correcting appliance, whether glasses or contact lenses, the facility that does the patient care will always position itself as the premier provider of the appliance. 
But for many decades, non-clinical businesses that have been successfully interjecting themselves into the patient experience do so because they think of the patient as consumer. And it's often under the auspice of giving that consumer more control. Now, you will never hear me saying that patients should be able to exert full control over their eye care experiences. But too few of us are truly expanding a customer-friendly approach that might include allowing patients to order and receive their products through a web interface or app, and that should be expanded. I applaud those of you who are making headway, both doctors embracing the patient's desire to have more control, but also the companies who are developing processes and tools to allow it. Finally, Peloton has shown us that the fee they charge for the hardware isn't the most important opportunity of revenue. It's the repetitiveness of their subscription. When Peloton took its stock public through an IPO, they had to adjust their story from being highly proud of the revenue that came from selling $2,500 exercise bikes to thousands of people to being willing to highly engage the customer for repeat business in the form of lower cost monthly software subscriptions that can go on and on and on. Now, optometrists aren't going to get monthly software subscriptions from their patients, but they can develop systems that allow their patients to pay for, say, some products like daily contact lenses on a monthly fee arrangement. And could you ever envision charging your patient monthly for their classes? Ultimately, optometrists should revisit their systems to prioritize the lifetime value of a customer by building excellent patient communication and recall systems that can be at least equally important to the workflow systems that try to drive, say, high revenue optical purchases at every visit. I'm just telling you that some patients will buy $1,000 of glasses from you every year, but many others won't buy but $200 pairs of lenses from you every five years, and even then, they'll want them put into their old frames. The moral of this story is that transformative technology companies find ways to get the public to open up their pocketbooks for perceived value. For over a century, only some eye care professionals had devised similar long play approaches to revenue creation, growth, and retention. Learn from Peloton. It's all about the customer experiencing and driving a part of the relationship themselves. Until my next sandbox story, be great at all you do.